morning. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I am your host, Justin Juice Kelly. This is another edition of, I would say, like our artist slash uh, entrepreneur slash just somebody doing something they're passionate about. Spotlight. Today, I have with me Ash Matthews, audio engineer, producer, software de- developer. How are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Thank you for joining, man. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I, I found you from... Um, we had our podcast with Eddie Blake slash David Rogers. Um, he he kind of talked about you as soon as we got off the podcast. I searched you on Facebook a little. I know, I know that's creepy, but I go through there and I look for people that I thought might be interested in coming on the podcast, join in, and I immediately messaged you and said, hey, do you want to come on the show? Didn't know that you were in Ohio. So we kind of finally got the timing worked out. So I'm glad you came on. <laughs> and then with us as well is Chris Daly. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? Are you are you the uh, videographer? Like, what is it that, what's I, what's your title? For this, yeah. Yeah. For, for, the, for this project here, yeah, videographer. Yeah. Uh, I got my foot in the door and Quite a few different things that yeah. I do. So, well, I just got done uh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday night they had a comedy show slash networking event downtown Indianapolis. It was really cool. Um, I feel like I didn't fit in really age wise there. Most of the people were like 21, 22, 23 years old, but they were all kind of like in the in the the media realm in Indianapolis, anyways. And uh, it was a very exciting thing. It was cool. We got to meet a lot of people that are in the same kind of stuff as us. But once again, it's it's one of those things that it seems like people are doing multiple things like that. Like I'm into a bunch of different stuff. Like it's not just stand-up comedy. It's not just video. It's not just audio. Like we're working with whoever we can to build something. So I liked doing it. I finally started to feel comfortable. An open bar didn't hurt. Which was, really, which was really cool. Um, I actually have told my friends and family, though, that I should always have to pay for my drinks. Like, I should have to. <laughs> Just as a rule of thumb? <laughs> yeah, because like, it's, it's, uh, it's not a great situation when, when I go in there because it really tests my uh, self-control, and I've mm-hmm. realized I have absolutely none. <laughs> um, but that's just, that's, that's me. But uh, what, I, what I wanted to get from you really quick just to start with Ash, is just the connection, or not the connection, where did you get started with like audio engineering and producing and like that kind of stuff? Like, how did you get started in that? Uh, it started when I was like younger. I was always in music. I like took piano lessons, then I was in school band, did saxophone, did percussion. Um, well, what saxophone did you play? Because I played saxophone and band. Alto, alto. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I was first chair. Awesome. No big oh, deal. Not, not me, not me. <laughs> no, um, no, it wasn't a big deal actually because uh, we had like three guys or three, me and two girls and it was like- Me too. <laughs> a very, 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 very small school that yeah. I went to. But um, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so then um, around 13, 14, uh, got with some other friends that played like guitar and bass and sang and did vocals and stuff. Uh, and started like forming bands like I had a few but every time that I was in a band like it was always when it came to like writing or practicing it was like I want to like get this recorded some way so we can like listen back and da 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 or show people whatever so it started off on like a Windows XP computer with like the stock sound recorder and like uh um like an old computer mic you know that what sounds I mean? exactly like yeah. how I tried to start my first podcast exactly so <laughs> it went from that and then as time developed and I was in these bands and trying to like build a band, I realized that all the people I was playing with were really, really talented musicians. And I was an okay musician, but I loved the technology side of all of it. Right. So I started exploring that more and more and hanging out with other friends that were doing it. Like the people that we started to go to, to record, I started to get close with them. And that's like where it all started. Um, 
then just started recording people in my basement, you know what I mean? On whatever, mm-hmm. um, built some connection with people. I just started constantly making music with and like on the recording and production side. Um, I went to college for computer engineering and computer science and I went to Butler University. Oh, here nice. In that's a, that's a good, that's right? a good school. And they have that's a, tough to get into. I would not have gotten into that. They school. have a, uh, a minor in recording industry studies. So I'm like, you're telling me I can get both the computer engineering and science degrees because I couldn't decide between them and learn, like, enhance my skills on the recording industry? Definitely. So um, did that and had, like, an internship at a small studio here in Indy for a while. Um, it, it was more of, like, a whole media company. I helped them um, with, like, they're rehearsing, they're practicing, their live gigs, ran live sound from da-da-da, and started to build... Um, my network with the rap and hip hop scene in India at that time too. Uh, then started getting into like making beats cause I really hadn't before I'd been writing and making music my whole life, but not like necessarily in that lane started doing that. Um, as that started developed, I moved to Dayton, Ohio for a job and then started really building up there. Got, um, started my own, officially started my own business. You know what I mean? I was yeah. doing it forever, but like try to make it more official right. now that I had a job that could fund it. You know what I mean? Um, and then shortly after that teamed up with a local studio that's been in Dayton since 1996 and started working for them under my own company basically. Nice. And so I just work out of there now. I do my own stuff, but I do my own stuff for people outside of that, um, out of that market. So I don't compete with, them that I'm working with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, did yeah. Uh, did uh, Eddie Blake, did he hit you up or did you guys know each other from Indy? We knew each other from Indy yeah. um, and we had just been wanting to work together for a while and then he finally came over to, he originally came over to um, just lay down some stuff that he was going to try to sell to other artists and he had brought other artists to me that he was working with and then the track that he actually just put out, Next Best Thing, that was originally um, recorded to try to sell to another artist. Yeah, can can he? Can we tell him to stop just saying that he didn't want to put it out because it was, he, he always, didn't like it? He, like I'm like, he, dude, it he had was good. That song forever, and he knew it was a good song, and he just didn't <laughs> didn't want to put it out. But he yeah. loves that song, and it's and, awesome. We we played it as our our outro last week. I couldn't figure out Spotify for some reason it was only giving me a 30 second preview of his song, so I don't know if I have to download like Spotify Premium or something to search for songs. I don't know. It was I've weird. Had Spotify Premium for a long time. Yeah. So I don't even know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, so you could it. just, I couldn't live without it. You could it, just man. pick it up. Yeah. yeah. I, I use uh, the Apple Music, so I got mm-hmm. it on there. So yeah. we're good to go. Um, <clears throat> I saw also, because once again, I'm doing my research for the show, getting ready to have you on. And I saw that you were doing a vlog, uh, Smart Boy Sessions. What, what, what got you interested in doing like video and stuff like that as well? Because I know you're into the audio side, but tell me about the video. I mean, in, in like today's world, the, the, best way to like market yourself is to build a personal brand and constantly put out content. And I just, I needed a way to put out content. And I watch, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, his, Gary he has v a daily is the, vlog. the man. He's, yeah, I, he's awesome. I used to watch that like religiously. Yeah. And then like, I got so busy with my own stuff, which is a good thing that I kind of dropped off. And then I'm like, I need to make, I need to make this thing. I need to give this insight because part of it for me was like, if people knew like, not not how much I work, but how I work, like mm-hmm. the way that I work and like how I communicate with an artist in the studio and like get some hints on production techniques that I'm trying to give out and stuff like that. That's just like building like, I'm not just an engineer in here hitting buttons for you. Like I'm trying to help make your song as good as it can be. 
Yeah, and, and so I, I've I seen you post. That. I've seen you post stuff too. Like um, you've kind of said, like I think I'm going to butcher it, but it's like you know, a engineer is different than a producer. A producer is different than X, Y, Z, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So what were you getting at with that? Because I really have no idea. Like that's why I like to have people like you on because I absolutely have no idea what any of that stuff means. I so. Yeah. <laughs> so, so today in like today's world, people use the term producer for a lot of different things and it does apply, but it, it it's to the point where like, if someone says, Oh, he's my producer. I don't know exactly what they mean. Right. And I, I mean, I say, I say Kyle's our producer, I mean, producer though, Kyle. He is though, but he's also your engineer because yeah. he's running the sound. See, yeah, See? There you go. So like, um, uh, the engineer is, the person like hands-on running the session, uh, the recording aspect, you know, doing all the buttons, doing all the whatever. Um, the mixing engineer is also the one mixing it and a lot of times making those decisions. Mastering engineer masters it. Um, um, uh, people also blanketly use the term producer for people that uh, compose the instrumentals. Okay. And like write the music side of it, uh, make the beats, play the instrument play the instrument sometimes sometimes it's just a musician if they're not like seeing the whole thing as the whole composition just their part it depends um but then like in the more traditional sense a producer is a producer like in the traditional record producer role that person may not even touch a single piece of equipment they may not um to like compose anything uh they can be like they're the ones that see the whole vision of what the record is supposed to be. Right. And then we'll have like, say you have a trumpet player in there and he does this little lick and da da da. And then you're like, are right, you this part right here? And then he'll tell the engineer, like play that part back. All right, I want you to do that, but I want you to repeat that on the chorus twice. And then do that little, when you went down, do that. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you started breaking that down, it actually literally triggered the next question. One of the next questions I have, when you're looking at music, do you see it as like, a feeling or a vibe or something like that? Or do you see it mathematically, like almost like an engineer would? Um, I'd like to think I have a good balance between left brain right. and right brain. And like, it kind of goes in and out depending on a lot of times I can control that switch, but sometimes I can't. Um, if I'm, when I'm, for, when I'm recording, it's mainly mathematical with like the creative running in the background, listening mm -hmm. for like to pop in like, Hey, you should have him do that again. But I'm mainly thinking like, timing and everything and I'm listening for frequencies and da, 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 and when I'm mixing it's all just a control of of that um uh, of the balance between those things which brings me to my favorite quote one of my favorite engineers and producers ever uh Jack Joseph I'm going to butcher his last name <laughs> it's P U I G so Puge Puge yeah. what Puig Puig? I think it's Puig. I've heard him say yeah. it and I've heard yeah. other people say it a million times and I <laughs> butcher it every time but anyway he uh he has um, he says that mixing and really just music in general when you're working on it is uh, a balance between instinct and intellect, which I actually have tattooed on myself. Nice. Because it's, it really is uh, a combination of doing things based on instinct and feeling, and this feels right, and this needs to, you know what I mean? But at the same time, intellectually, thinking of your brain like, okay, this needs to go here, and that needs... So, like, it's just this combination of both left brain, right brain, right. instinct, intellect, creative logic it's it's a balance it's got to be tough to <clears throat> it's got to be tough to like kind of like uh i would say i'm trying to think of the right word like actually think that way i mean you probably when you've been doing it it probably feels pretty natural but i mean 
when you first started, like, was it something that you had to kind of uh, battle with at all? Like, you know, hey, I got to kind of make sure that I'm not setting this person up for failure, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like a lot of it is is just kind of natural in my blood. You know what I mean? It's just how I operate based on everyday life with everything. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that difficult. Um, but it was a lot more of like, it, it takes a lot of training, you know what I mean? Like learning the skills to build the intellect and being more, listening more to production and, and other things to listen to a lot of music, a lot of different music to understand the vibe and the creative and, and listen for those things. And it's Sorry, man, I'm like up. throwing a million questions at you, no, but no, like no, I'm, man, I'm, I'm literally like my brain's racing with questions I have. So first of all, I went to school at Ball State for, um, video production and very briefly, like I did, I took like three classes maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I also like, so I went thinking, okay, well I want to be on camera or on radio. Like I mm-hmm. went and that's like what I want to do. Like, and so I knew I had to go into the TCOM <laughs> section of ball state and kind of work my way into it. Well, I realized I got on camera and I know this was a bad setup now, but at the time it like completely dashed my hopes and dreams. Basically I walked in and like, um, I applied for a job, like, or not a job, but like a little, um, they had a production studio and like you could go in and do, uh, they called it sports link. And you were basically like an ESPN guy in a suit talking about ball state sports. And they called us in and they told me, they were like, so we're going to give you about 10 minutes. You're going to watch this package of highlights and then you're going to come in and you're going to do your audition where you're going to basically call these play by plays you know, as if you were on TV, I freaked out. Like I was like, I had no idea what to do. Like I was like, okay. So I'm like watching, like taking notes and stuff like that. But like the stuff they were showing us was a mashup of like NFL uh, basketball, like a bunch of games I hadn't watched. I didn't know anything about them. And like at the time I was like, well, I guess this is just how it is. So I could never do this. I'm Mm -hmm. never going to ever try to do this. So I was like, well, I'm going to go from trying to be on camera to like learning the camera techniques and learning like audio and stuff like that. Found out that was really hard. (laughs) And so then I switched my major to, uh, telecom sales. So sales in a, um, in, uh, television and radio. So like selling advertising, which Mm -hmm. I actually did really well with that. I, I did. I still, I tell people all the time, I didn't actually finish my degree. I was in Muncie for about eight or nine years, but I was like working. I didn't really take out a lot of loans, that kind of thing. But I got a like a job that's kind of turned into a career that's completely the opposite of what I wanted to do. That's why the podcast started. Mm-hmm. But um, basically what I'm getting at with this whole roundabout story and everything I was uh, talking about, when I took those production classes for like film and stuff like that, I, when I'm watching like movies and stuff, I'll call out to like my wife, like, oh, you know how they did that? And like, I'll tell her how they did the like yeah, shot or something like time. that. Yeah. So do you, I'm assuming that, in your head, when you hear something, you are li- listening for those things that you are, are already have learned. Do you tear things apart or do you try to figure out if they, cause for me, I appreciate almost all film, like whether it's a bad movie or not, because I'll see something, I'll be like, Oh, that I like what they're trying to do there. I see what they're attempting to do. It's the same reason I've said that I'm a good, uh, comedy fan like or to be in the crowd because I like laugh at everything Mm -hmm. and I laugh at stuff if I think that that joke is good even though your delivery wasn't good I get get what you're saying and it makes me laugh yeah and um but do you tear stuff apart or how do you do how do you how do you enjoy music and how do you enjoy like things that you see that you've worked on the same kind of thing um the first example that came to mind 
that I think could answer it is I I listen when I listen to music, I'm not tearing it apart unless there's something that really stands out to me like instantly. But if I'm listening and I find myself like really enjoying the song, then I'll start tearing it apart. Um, I remember when. <laughs> so, if you, uh, so if you like it, you start thinking of what you don't like about it. No, I start thinking about what I do like oh, about it. It's like in a good it. way because okay. uh, Ariana Grande, man, what was the song? Uh, God is a Woman. I think that was it. It may have been another one. It was from that album, Sweetener, though. And it came on. And I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, this is amazing. It sounds like so perfect. And the thing that stuck out to me the most was the reverb on it was so sweet and delicious and just so balanced. And it was like, I love that song because however they did the reverb and like, that's what I get stuck on mm -hmm. and maybe not tear it apart in terms of like, how did they do that? What did they do? Trying to like deep dive into like, how did they set it up and whatever. I just like, that's the thing that sticks out to me. And then I'm like, all right, what can I do to like make my reverb sound that yeah. beautiful? You know what right. I mean? That's awesome. And like I said, I, I annoy my wife all the time because like... Oh, I do that too. I know what you're talking about. I, know, I do that too. Well, and one of my favorite <clears throat> shots or like, I guess the way... I And I don't even know what that's called because it. when I was in college, I think this had been used, but it wasn't very prevalent. But it's when they like literally strap like a GoPro on somebody and it's like facing their face and they're running around and it gives you that very like tense, scared look like in a scary movie, like... Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's called, but I love that. Like, I'm a sucker for that, like, tense moment and, like, having that. And also another form of film that I like a lot is the found footage films. Like, a lot of mm -hmm. people give those shit and say that they're not, you know, cinematically great or whatever. But I love that stuff because that takes another level of skill to be able to pull something off and make it realistic and feel like you're actually immersed in it as opposed to... um you know, normal shooting and everything like that. It's, I mean, you're, you're creating the the scene or whatever, but where I just, I think there's so much stuff that goes into those found footage films that I think I appreciate them more than people that I guess are not, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that they don't have an idea about film, but like, I just appreciate them for different reasons. Yeah. And I can see, I usually can always pick something out that I like about something, no matter how bad it is. Typically. I, I mean, found out recently that one of my favorite, uh, video effects is the vertigo effect. Oh yeah. Where you like, so you're moving in and like zooming away at yeah, the same time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because like, I think, I think what I love about it is like the way that they, whoever like was like, all right, we're going to do this. Cause it does, you know what I mean? Like right. the thought process behind, all right, how we're going to move the camera and zoom at the same time mm. to do this. If like that is like such a cool thing to and, me. I also wanted to point out that it wasn't God as a woman. It was no tears left to cry. Okay. No tears to cry. That was the song I was thinking of. Yeah, that's... It was bothering me that I, I <laughs> couldn't remember what it was. Okay, so we kind of, you know, touched on being in the hip-hop scene and things like that. Yeah. What is... We'll start with Chris, because I'm just, like, having him okay. sit over there and not talk, because <laughs> I'm asking I, you I'm pretty quiet questions. anyway. I, I, like, I, don't, I don't talk a whole lot. I didn't so. plan for another person, but I'm excited to have another person, because then we can bounce some more ideas. Uh, what is your genre of music that is your go-to uh, for... I'm going to do a specific genre. So to get like pumped up, like you want to go do something or you want to like, you know, get excited for something. What's your pumped up genre that you go to or even I, artist or whatever? I, I'm hip hop, like all the way around. Yeah. I, I grew up um, just south of Detroit. So I, okay. I grew up on like Eminem and yeah. like, like that style hip hop um, and then moved down here. And just the people that I associated myself with in college, they all made music. That's kind of how I got into like the music thing. That's so awesome. Listen to their stuff. Um, 
Yeah, so really just breaking down, like, if I'm in my feels listening to Juice World now, like, the way that he puts out music, um, he's probably one of my favorite artists. Right. Besides some of the people that I personally know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's all just different subgenres of hip-hop. There's right. so many. And And so for you, like, if you were getting ready to, like, really get pumped up, like, you were ready to go to war, what would be your, like, genre, music, artist, whatever? Uh, it would definitely be like hardcore and metal. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something from. Uh, kind of depends. Kind of depends on unique situation, but my go tos would be Stray from the Path, Knocked Loose, Lamb of God. Uh, you would get along really well with the highly inappropriate guys, Matt Wharton. Yeah. He's a huge fan of metal, and yeah. uh, he like I see him keep posting like all these uh, shows that he plans on going to in the next year. So there's a lot of good stuff coming around Indianapolis in the Midwest. Good. <laughs> I know Knocked Loose is playing here with the Acacia Strain in the Midwest sometime soon. I think in April is going to try to go to. How do you feel about Metallica is going to be here soon? I are, saw you Metallica. Metallica, are you a Metallica fan? I saw fan? Metallica in Columbus, and they were incredible. <laughs> nice. When, yeah. when was it? Was it more uh, recently, or was it like a few years ago? Last year, the year before. Yeah. And they're still remember. and they're still rocking because oh, yeah. I've got friends that are going and they're like, I wonder, like, I mean, they're like got to be like 60-something years old. They kill it, old. man. They kill it. <laughs> Oh my God! They yeah. kill it. Age doesn't matter on yeah. stage. They're they're one of they're one of my uh, they're one of my go tos like getting ready to go to the gym or something like that. Something that I've actually started doing more recently is when I'm getting ready to go to be on somebody else's podcast or do some sort of like media type thing or even my own. A lot of times, my own podcast. I'm sitting at home, so I don't really listen to a ton of music because I don't want to bother the wife. I don't want to get the do- like dogs get riled up about yeah. the music too. Yeah. Um, but if I'm getting ready to go somewhere, I just start to play music because I actually realized in the like last year, all I was doing was listening to podcasts or like news radio or something like that. So then my brain was always in that mode and then I would get to a place and I feel like the content wasn't as good because I wasn't like in that fired up, like high energy, you know, stage. And, you know, we were actually on, um, Adam Carolla and friends build stuff live. He did a, a one season show that got canceled pretty quickly, but they came in and um, like tore up, we tore up our stairs and like, and we're on the like cable show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was really exciting. But something I actually learned from those producers that came in, like they were like, if you think you're at a high enough energy level, like ratchet that up, like another, like three or four notches because they want you what we think is a high energy level does not come across on TV or yeah. on podcasts yeah. as you think it does. Like I think like um, some of my favorite podcasts I know are good because we're laughing a lot. The energy mm-hmm. is like so high. You get done with the podcast. You just realized an hour and a half went by and it didn't even feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's what, that's what I, I enjoy that about the media and the circling back to my original point though. I feel like music like gets me fired up and I am a sucker for like Lil John these side boys from like my high school days. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. that lovers and friends album. Oh no, my god. That, no, that was no, a no. well crunk uh, something. Uh crunk juice. Crunk juice. That was, that was my nickname in high school. So I was oh like, Oh my god, that was your nickname? <laughs> well, so, juice was the juice, nickname, but, but crunk, crunk juice, juice was the perfect album. Yeah. yeah. So the first god, C D, so the first like C D album my mom ever got me was crunk juice That's and it was awesome. but it had to be the uh, radio edited one right like see, it I, had to be that one see i was by that time i was old enough like my mom didn't 
really mess with me about my music tastes and like what I was listening to. But like very uh, briefly before that, like I was like, um, I used to do the tapes. So we would, I would get <laughs> CDs from my friends and use our tape player to record songs on the tapes. And um, I had the Godzilla soundtrack, which <laughs> I love it still. I don't even know like, what's on Dude, it's so good. It it's, got the, it's got the P. Diddy um, Led Zeppelin song on there, Come With Me. I don't know if you've heard that. You've heard it. I'm sure I'm I sure have. you've heard of it. Um, but it had that. It had a bunch of other good songs. I used to be a huge fan of soundtracks when I was like a real young kid because I could get parental advisory songs mm -hmm. on those, but they wouldn't have the sticker on the CD mm -hmm. because it was like, for some reason, like with the rights of the movie or whatever, they would still like play the explicit song, but wouldn't have the sticker on there. So I used to always try to get my mom to buy those. And it was like mixtapes before we were like getting LimeWire and all that stuff to like, you know, destroy our computers and get free music. It was, uh, it was that before days. it was that. <laughs> but so what I had done was I took, um, I'd taken the, Godzilla soundtrack, put it on one side of the tape, and on the flip side of the tape, I got the soundtrack from South Park. And you just, because it was super, super inappropriate. They had, like, you know, uh, Kyle's Mom is a Bitch, like that song, and, like, mm -hmm. the the chocolate Ch salty chocolate, balls. Chocolate salty balls. Chocolate salty balls with Chef. <laughs> yeah, so it had all that on the other half. And I've told this story on the podcast before, but maybe new listeners haven't heard it. <clears throat> My mom went out to mow the lawn, like on our riding mower, I always did the weed eating and push mowing. Uh, my mom would go out and she was like, hey, let me use your, you know, tape player. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Because I'm an idiot. Never I even see where thought. this is going. <laughs> so the tape player, you know, hit the end of the Godzilla soundtrack, turned around and it's just, you know, Kyle's mom's a big fat bitch, the only bitch whatever in the world. <laughs> and she comes running in. It's fucking like smacking me, like trying to like, you know, spank me, but I'm like doing the like Heisman pose. Like, Shoot me up. Yeah. You, you had to mow the rest of the lawn, didn't you? Oh. Hey, yeah. not only did I have to mow the rest of the lawn, we weren't able to go to the pool that day. <laughs> that day? <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was just funny. Like, I mean, it's just, but back to what I was saying though, music gets us fired up to do things that, uh, that I think that no other genre of like any kind of audio or, even like TV or film can do. Like, I mean, music gets you ready it's to go. It's a cool way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. You, and, but back to what you were saying earlier, you started listening to podcasts all the time and you were like out of the mindset of the music for the other, for when you needed to be. Um, but for me, like I, since I'm working on music so much, that then when I'm not, it's like I don't want to listen to music right. right now. And so now primarily in my uh, spare time, I'm listening to podcasts because then when I hit the studio, it's, nothing but music for like four or five hours. And then even on the ride home, I'm like, I don't want to listen to music. Right do you now. ever do just silence? Yes. Yeah. And you yes. enjoy that? All the time. Right? Yes. Yep. So we kind of touched on it before we actually got on the, the podcast episode. Did you get to enjoy that four hours and 45 minutes of Alex Jones and Joe Rogan? I, th I think I came into it a little bit late and then I had to leave and then I came back to it. So I didn't watch like the full thing. Oh my thing. God. And... I, I enjoyed it until Eddie Bravo came. Eddie Bravo ruins it for so, me every so, time. So that's what I wanted to get into just really quick because this has nothing related to what we're talking about okay. or what the subject of this podcast is. <laughs> what, why don't you like Eddie Bravo? Because I don't really know. I Rogan used to be one I was religiously listening to, yeah. but I started getting into so many different others that I enjoyed more. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Once again, also working with the network that we have here in Indianapolis, like it's hard to listen to all the podcasts. Like I don't have enough time to listen to all the podcasts. I feel the same way. So, um, 
But what, like, and I didn't really know anything about Eddie Bravo. Like, I thought he was an MMA guy. I don't know. Is is he he, an MMA guy? I mean, he's a comedian, MMA. I don't know what he is. He is primarily. Why don't you like him? Okay. He's (laughs) primarily MMA. He teaches jujitsu. And when it comes to that, I, 100%, I trust him on everything he says. He's right. He has, he knows what he's oh, talking yeah, about. He's 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. He's, Ian, yeah. Ian, Ian Pomfret, uh, the MMA guy we've had on the podcast before, has like trained at his gym and stuff like that. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, crazy awesome. He does music too. He's in a rock band. He's had bands. Okay. So he's, I don't listen to his music. I don't have any, anything to say about that. Um, but when it comes to his understanding of the world and science and math, I get so aggravated because like he, if you don't know, he is a flat earther. Oh my God. That, that but, part. But is- that's not even, that's not even the thing is that when people try to like talk to him, he's like, I believe in the science of my iPhone because like I can see it and I can use it. The the sun, 93 million. How do I, I prove that? You can't prove that the sun is 93. And it's like, dude, the same science, the same math, the same fundamentals that make this work is how they calculated that. Yes. And I'm just like, no, that's not, like, he's like, I love science. I love science, but you can't prove that. And it's like, bro, are you kidding me right now? I can't <laughs> do this. Well, the the thing that I was, like, losing my mind about over that Alex Jones, like, interview was as soon as Eddie got on there, they were talking, they got into the Flat Earth discussion. Yeah. And Alex Jones was like, I will fund a ship that you could get on and you could go all the way around the world and circumnavigate the globe. And Eddie kept saying, well, I'll get somebody else yeah, to go do I don't, it. I'm I don't not going to do, do it. That. I'm not going to do that. I would have like taken that and ran with it. Oh, 100%. I, wanted, I want to make that, that content That would have been video. like the coolest opportunity. Like ever. I want to make a documentary. Like I have an idea for a documentary about that. Like, dude. That I would love to do. And if I could just get a hold of, I'm going to like email Alex Jones. I think I'd be like, hey, dude, I'll do it. Just sign me up. Just raise raise the money. Like, you know, he kept saying, like, I don't have to raise the money. I have the I have money. money. I have the money. <laughs> His voice, too. I love it. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I am a noob when it comes to Alex Jones, but I really, like, I'm entertained by it. It's literally, I mean, it was just entertaining. It was, uh, yeah, it was definitely very entertaining. He gets the thing about Alex Jones though is that he'll start talking and then just next thing, next thing, next thing, and it's like, whoa, can we go back and oh, expand, expand on that one thing hey, that you just hold said? On. Call, call, like, wait, let's bring get it back, it, bring, bring it back, back here real back. quick. What, what about the uh, the chimera like pig human hybrids? Like, yeah. what, do we, what were you saying there? Because he had moved on from that yeah. so fast. Um, how, but, how do you know? Wait, but how, how do you know this? Did you? Um, oh, I have documents. <laughs> I've got the documents from the FBI and the CIA. I talked to generals, major generals, and I'm like, <laughs> you didn't bring the documents with you? Like, I don't know. I don't know. He uh, he's definitely gonna have a stroke or a heart attack <laughs> in like the next ten years. Yeah, I mean the guys, the guy's blood pressure has to be through the roof. <clears throat> um, we've kind of gone through a couple of these. Let me look at this real quick. Um, so our, first of all. I saw the merch and I saw the sweatshirt. Yeah. Where do, where do I get one of those sweatshirts? Because I'm going to get one. You can get this sweatshirt or a shower curtain or a mug or a blanket or a t-shirt or a tank top or anything else with this logo on smartboystudios.threadless.com. There's also a couple other designs I have on there. One's like a pineapple that says peace, love, and compassion. Another one is an illustration of my dog's face, nice. Milo. Shout out to Milo. I'll be home soon. Shout out, Milo. I'll be home soon, Milo. I know you miss me. Um, uh, those are all on there. Um, on my actual website, smartboystudios.com, I have another shop on there that has like limited run. Like these are like through a, a different right. thing, but I do have like actual inventory of stuff that I can like sell like 
person yeah. to person. Um, and I have uh, shirts that are like gold print, like the octopus is gold. And then the headphones are white, and then the letters are white. Yeah, de I definitely need to uh, get something from you. So I should have brought some. I thought even, about bringing some merch up in the studio. Because I need the to get a sweatshirt from you. The studio's uh, art is a little bit lacking. We're working on it. I, I saw a guy, Jensen's Pawn Shop. It's a pawn shop from, like, my hometown. Mm -hmm. And he got in, like, literally a Texas Longhorn, like, giant set of horns. And I was like... Oh my God! Can somebody buy that for me? Because like, I because I can't afford to Where drop like three right here, right, above right there. That, yeah, I think yep. it'd be sick. Yeah, uh, but no, I don't. I'm not gonna buy that. It's like three hundred and seventy nine dollars or something. That's like a bit that. insane for that. For <laughs> Just for some big giant horns. No, um, the one of the died. one of the coolest things we have is that hey. poster that somebody made from uh, from the Pointless Discussions crew when we did our hundredth episode. We did a live episode in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, but that was just one of the coolest like Photoshop posters that I'd ever seen. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh that was the hundredth episode poster. Um, but so we have gotten into a couple things. We've kind of hit on everything. Um so far, let me look here. Um what oh yeah. So both of you guys, what's been Chris, what's been your favorite experience so far in music and the other things that you have your foot in the door in? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with the biggest show that I've thrown so far. So I've, I've been doing music events and shows for a while. Um, three years ago, I guess four, four years ago now, um, I went down to South by Southwest. Um, oh, I brought some of the uh, artists that I was managing at the time. We went there. That's got awesome. To, I really want to go there. It's a really cool time. Um, people can really make the most of it. If you go down there, like with a plan and really go down there with like, networking and don't really worry about like the shows that are going right. on because there's so much going on. Um, but you can really meet some cool people. Um, and I got to meet Post Malone oh, um, when he was down there before anyone knew who Post Malone was. Mm -hmm. Like he came up to me, we exchanged phone numbers. It was pre-Malone. Pre-Malone. Yeah, pre-Malone, <laughs> not Post Malone. Um, but then I ended up... <laughs> That was a good one. That was, that was bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was necessary. It was. It was. Necessary. It was. So yeah, pre-Malone... Um, we were texting. I set up a festival um, in Middletown, Ohio, which is right in between Dayton and Cincinnati. Um, but I brought out Post Malone and Black Bear. And there was, um, like, if you look at, like, the list of artists that I put on that show from 2015, if you look at where they're at right. now, yeah. it's crazy. Holy shit, like, that's awesome. So that was, like, that was pretty much, like, the coolest, I guess, moment for me so far mm -hmm. that I've done is getting to work with someone like that and then see them take pre-Malone to post, <laughs> to post Malone. Yeah. Is, so this is another weird question. The video that like came out with him in like these jorts or whatever, is that a legit video of yes. him? Like, so what was that? That was a, was a that high like, school project. Is it just like a joke or something? Or is it, it like, you know, like those little high school projects, yeah. like film class or mm -hmm. I don't even know. It was just like, that's awesome. Yeah, put together. I, thought it, I was like, that's, that I thought the real. same thing. Like, whatever. I was just curious about that. Cause I, I didn't know. I just yeah. thought it was weird. So what about you so far? Because I, I put so far on the question because obviously we're always looking to see what more we can do, what bigger things we can do, things we can, can accomplish. But so far, what's been the, the most uh, exciting or, or biggest thing that you feel like you've been a part of? Um, let me get, let me see if I can think of something for like biggest or most exciting, but like the most memorable or favorite thing that I can think of, like it's always the first one that comes to mind was Back in 2012 or 2013, like the very end of that year, I was with uh, a couple of buddies in my hometown of Lima, 
and we were working on a mixtape between two artists and I was doing all the mixing and recording and stuff in like my buddy's like spare room in his house. And we were working on this one song and we had this one girl there to sing the chorus, the hook on the song. And it was the very last one we're recording. And um, there at the end of the song, she sings the hook. And then the last word she needed to like, it needed to have closure. Like it needed to come down like the right amount um, in, in key and in pitch and tone and everything. And she went to record it and we did it like three or four times and she just like wasn't catching it. And she knew she wasn't catching it, but she like couldn't figure it out. And so I was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. There was like four or five of us. And I'm like, we're going to sit down right here and I'm just going to play it out loud. And when it gets to that part, everybody sing it. And you can't half sing it. Everyone legitimately sing that part. And when it gets to that part, do what feels natural. Just do what you feel and you think it's supposed to do. And we sat there and we played it and we all sang it. And everyone did the did the dip, the closure to, to do it. And it clicked. And then she got up and recorded it and it was perfect. And... That was the moment when I think I was like, I can do this. Like that's, I know, that's like a I know movie moment. Yeah, it was like I know what I'm doing. I know how to make. I think I know how to make people get what they're supposed to get out of their performance or their production or their whatever. And it was like that was the moment I think I was like, yeah, I think I got this. Yeah, not not being weird, but like I got goosebumps a little bit about that because I've actually been seeing things as moments, like because you know, biopics or biopics, whatever. We yeah. we still can't figure out how to say the word. <laughs> no. um, but those are a big English. thing right now. And I've actually been like seeing things that I'm like, oh, that would be part of this if it was about my life or about this guy's yeah. life yeah. or whatever. Because we got done with that comedy marketing event and uh, we went over to the, it's called the Patron Saint. It's a bar in uh, downtown Indy. It's kind of got a Louisiana vibe to it mm -hmm. because of the uh, Mardi Gras and things like that. <clears throat> but... I went with basically like the headline comedian and like a couple of other comedians. We took an Uber over there cause it was like, you know, 10 minute walk. So it was like a five minute Uber. So <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but we get out and it's like got these long, like really like, you know, gross looking like concrete stairs down into this, like almost like just like the basement of some place. And you are walking in and like we walk in and we go around the corner and we see the other comedians and they've got like a VIP kind of area and we just walk in like give like handshakes and things. But as we walked in, like, it's like, this is like a movie. Like we, you guys just got done doing something. You're getting ready to go hang out and like have stories from that. And you guys just got done doing this. You have a story from this. Like, it's just insane that they are doing the stuff they're doing. And that's why like I try to, network with these people and network like artists like you guys even because like when you see and be a part of those things it becomes something that you can foresee being something you look back on and it's just crystallized in your brain of like what that was like and what that experience yeah. was mm -hmm. and I just I I love I live for those moments and yeah. like it's as I get older and like being married and working full time and things like that those moments are few and far between so now every time I get a chance to be a part of one I'm like I'm all in. Like, mm -hmm. I just have to, I have to dive in. And that's where like the nickname juice came from because like, I'm a different person when I'm in those moments that yeah, I am yeah, definitely. every day at work, that kind of thing. So, yeah. <clears throat> and that reminds me like another movie, movie moment. Um, I mentioned them earlier, my favorite band straight from the path. Mm -hmm. Um, I was wearing a straight from the path hoodie and one of the artists that I manage, Zachary Leone, check him out on Spotify and Apple, Zachary Leone. His Instagram is Zachary L three. Oh, anyway, 
uh, he had a show up in Chicago that we went to, and it was at um, a place called Subterranean. And I'm standing outside the venue. We're just standing out there talking to Uncle Slump, who just performed today in Indianapolis nice. at Zachary cool Leone's dude. event. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just had an event today, a Smash Brothers tournament slash concert. So That's awesome. I actually saw the events for that. Yeah. I just was like... I had it was a, a really cool vibe. That's yeah. awesome. And Uncle Slump performed, who was the guy that we were talking to outside. Was it new Smash Brothers or old Smash Brothers? Uh, new. Nice. We had old there, but that wasn't part of the tournament. Sorry, I, no, I was getting off track. My, um, my little brother came over last night. We played Smash Brothers, and um, he's like 15 or 16. Um, and so he, he killed you? No. What? No, no because, <laughs> so this is what I was laughing so much about it, because, okay, so <clears throat> I played a ton of Smash Brothers in 64. I've played a lot on the Switch with friends, but, like, sporadically. Like, we would, we'll get together, we'll spend, like, you know, four hours on a Saturday night, play it, whatever. Um he plays with his friends. They're all, you know, 15, 16 years old, 17 years old, and they have way more time to play than I do. Mm -hmm. They're really good. They play in, like, tournaments. They win money, blah, blah, blah. My little brother beats them sometimes. Sometimes they beat him. But I play differently than they do, and he couldn't figure and it wrap, out. Wrap your mind, his mind you got to play against the person you're playing against. It's, it's like, yeah. it's like uh, I used to say this all the time. I, would, uh, I used to be really big into Madden, too, and I would play the shit out of Madden. And I would go, you know, our friends and I would play together so much that you got so used to playing that group of people. I would play, like, I had this girl come over for a party and we were like getting drunk, having a good time. And she's like, I want to play Madden because other people are playing. I was like, all right, I'll play you and I'll let you pick my team. You can do whatever you mm -hmm. want. You can be the best team. You'll, you'll, you know, it'll be fun. And I was like, at first I was like, I'm just going to try to like let her win, get us like some, you know, points or whatever and keep it moving. But there came a point where I was, like, actually trying because she wasn't using turbo. She wasn't doing anything. So she was just, like, literally moving around. And I couldn't figure out how to, like, yep, uh, yeah. it ended up being a battle. I think I still won, but I don't know. I just, I, I but that's what he was yeah. having trouble with because I'm really good at the shield and dodging. Like, mm -hmm. that's what I just, I, that's, I learned that from the 64. Yeah. And he, like. I just I don't think he could get used yeah, to that. Yeah, because the new game is so fast. They're just moving around mm -hmm. so much. I just think he couldn't yeah. get used to the fact that my timing was just a little bit off of what he's used to, that it was just hard for him. But anyways, that was a, like a little tangent about <laughs> Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers, but I love the game. It's fun. Yeah. But uh, you guys said you so, were you were at a, a show earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was Zachary Leone's, me and Zachary Leone put it together. It was a Smash Brothers tournament. We had a couple people uh, perform. Simon said, um, and Uncle Slump, who, okay, so back to what I was saying, Uncle yeah. Slump, um, we were outside the venue talking to him, subterranean in Chicago for the show that Zachary is performing at, and I'm wearing a straight from the path hoodie, and I look, and I'm just looking at the flyers on the wall, and then down the next week that, like, we were there the following week, straight from the path is playing that venue. Oh, wow. And it was just, like, one of those moments where it was yeah. like, eh, 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 <laughs> yeah. This, this feels good That's awesome. that my artist is performing at this venue that my favorite band's playing of at course. next week. So. Well, and, and the, the thing, so that leads me into a question that I didn't, I just thought of. What is the, the, I guess what's, who are the people we need to be looking for from Indianapolis and from Ohio, I guess right now? Like, is there anybody that you specifically, besides Eddie Blake, obviously, cause he's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, who else, who else do we need to be looking for? Man, you, you're you got Zachary. Me on the spot right now. <laughs> I feel so on the spot because no, I feel like I mean it's yeah I just know I know a lot of people like you mention me you know <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well I'm not well what about me I'm just okay, like hey, so, you're all good but so I don't, um 
we could even do a different style question because I did send you guys that news article from the like guy that was the Migos that said that swag rap is like Oh yeah, I remember changing. you saying that to me. So that's the other thing. The the basis of that article was that lyricism and like content is gonna come back because everything kind of goes in cycles. Like I mean, yep. everything snaps yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. Right now, everybody says, you know, millennials are pussies, like we're, you know, sensitive and like whatever. I know I'm the exact opposite of that. Like I know that. Like I, I live my life as a millennial every day and I don't fit into any of those categories right. that they have. Um, but <clears throat> on the flip side, you know, it, it always switches back around and it's why we're so obsessed with like MMA and like really hardcore testosterone infused things because of that lack of fighting that we have, the lack of danger that we have in our lives. Like that's yeah. why we're into that. But it's it's similar with music. I think music goes along with the times just like, I mean, it's all tied into the same kind of like what's going on in culture and what's going on in life because when things are really depressing, music was depressing. Like, and mm -hmm. people were doing a lot of heroin and stuff like back, what, it was the 70s or something like that? I don't know. One of those things. And then the 80s was super, there was an infusion of cash. Like, everybody was rich. Everybody was doing coke. And you could tell in yeah, the music in that the people music, were how it changed. All, like, all fucked up. So... Where did you, where I think the mumble rap and stuff like that's a little bit like depressing came from the fact that a lot of kids are overly medicated and a lot of kids are, you know, taking these things the, that, like anxiety type rap or yeah. yeah. And, and they're taking like, you know, the Adderall and things like that are keeping them up, but then they want to take like, then they want to illegally get those things that like bring you down mm -hmm. and cause some of those things that happen with your, with your speech. So what do you think the like the future like? How do you think it's coming? Like, do you think it's going to keep going the way it is? Do you think things are going to change? Because that Migos rapper says he thinks things are going to change. So I mean, things are always changing, right. and you had people like Nipsey Hussle up for a Grammy, and he's a very lyrical artist, mm -hmm. content driven. Um, Kendrick is still like one of my one, one of the yep. top artists of our era of our time right now. So it's like it's not. I don't. You hear a lot of stuff on the radio, but then like it's such a mix that I don't, I don't hear one or the other necessarily. And I feel like, um, and you, where it goes is like, who knows? I feel you like never the, know. I feel like just talking with you, just this brief amount of time, that you're not going to overgeneralize anything. You're not going to say this is the way it's going to be because yeah. there's too many different like niche like yeah. people. So yeah, I, I'm not good at generalizing. Right, like the way feel. I see music and the way I see it going could be a completely different way is what you right. see music going because it's what you're paying attention to. Yeah, and it's just... Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. It's what the person that has that perspective, it's what they're paying attention to. <laughs> it's funny. If you if, if a new rapper or artist came out that sounded like mid-2000s to early 2000s hip-hop, <laughs> I'd probably be all about it because yeah. that's like... I mean, I have my playlist of stuff and I'll add stuff to it, but it's very... It's way different than I used to be about music. I used to be like, what's the newest thing? What's the like cool thing? Like, what's the good sound that I like? And I would like download it and find it and search it out. And it's weird. Like as you, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but as I've gotten older, I like, I keep finding myself going back to like other stuff that I, I know that I like. And I've, mm -hmm. I've sent you some links. Time. Good. Do it. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not kidding. I, when I had more time on my hands, I would spend so much of my time finding What's coming out? Can I get, can I find the leak? Can I hear it? Let me listen to everything. I want to listen to every album that comes out. Is even remotely anything? I want to be uh, two steps ahead of anybody else of what, right. when, when and what they hear. But then like, just, I don't have time to right. do that now. 
Yeah, I was... No, sorry. I, I don't, mean know, to I don't know where I was going to go. I, with I was that, just going so. to say, with, with me listening to music in the past, and like now, I feel like I've always had that little bit of that ear where you hear something, even though someone like pre Malone, post Malone, <laughs> you hear what he's got, and you're like, okay, I can see everyone kind of liking Dude. this sound, liking this vibe, and Dude. you can know who's going to like blow. Dude, let me tell you, when I was 15, I was in like those metal bands and stuff. And we, there was a local indoor skate park slash venue that like our whole scene went to. And, um, I was there one day da, 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 cause I was there every weekend and there was a band that played and they were from Troy, Ohio. And I remember being 15, 16. I was like, these guys have something. These guys can do. And I turned to my buddy. I'm like, dude, I love these. Guys. These guys are going to whatever. And then that band was Miss May. I, I don't know if you know Miss May, I, but they got Huge. I've heard they of got, I've They heard got it, real big. Like, they are, like, headliners in, like, arenas, and they, like, do world tours, and they got super huge within a few years. And it was, that wasn't, that's definitely not the only time, and it probably wasn't the first time that I was, like, I heard something, I'm like, that. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a thing. That's going to be a thing. And well, I've said it on the podcast before, what, what I get when I know, or I feel like I know that a song's going to be popular is, like, I'll get the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yep. And like, and I'll get like goosebumps and I'm like, and what's even funnier about that is, is like, I'll play a song for somebody that they've never heard the song before. Maybe it's an older song. And I know when people like are not vibing with it. And then also at the same time, I don't even have to look at them. I'll still get that feeling and I'll know that they like it. Like, mm -hmm. I, and then they'll, we'll get done with it and they're like, oh yeah, that was awesome. Another example, it. when Post Malone's album came out, Beer Bongs and Bentley's like the minute it came out, I listened to the whole thing. I got to better now and I got like a third through it and I'm like this this yeah. is the next single <laughs> boom it was um same thing when I was younger Usher Confessions oh. too when that album Burn. came out I listened to the whole thing Burn man Bur that's Burn. like Burn. that song Burn was already one of the singles and Confessions Part 2 was another single and I listened to the whole album and I was like called up's the best song on this album yeah. and then that was the next single that's awesome so like that I feel that, like I've always had that that album like takes me back like it's funny to think about like music and things like that too because music's very tied to your your memory and like as soon as you said usher like it took me back to like the girlfriend i was dating at the time <laughs> yeah. like yeah uh, like I, oh man how much i was uh, in love with her oh man that's great i want to tie into your soundtracks that we were talking about earlier so last march i did a show with an artist uh his name is season he used to um he's from cincinnati ohio Back in 2014, I started booking season. He was in a group, CK Dem Dudes. Um, and I was like, man, these guys, you know, they got a sound. They they, they do their thing. This year, season, they, their group kind of split up. I booked him for a show at what I do in, in March. Um, There's like 20 people there. And then like a month later, he signed a Juice World's label. Oh my gosh. And he's got a song with Juice World on the new Spider-Man soundtrack. That's awesome. And now on Spotify, it's, you know, millions of plays and it's, it's just... High and, and while we're talking about local people, last April when Free, who now goes by Josiah, yep. performed at... Uh, I did three actually, shows in a row with yeah, him. And it was, it was the one, it was Zachary Leone's tour that yep. we brought to there and yep. we had him on and he performed and blew the roof off the place he was and after he performed i went up to him and talked to him like what do you have like manager like what are you doing like what's your like what's your social media like i was like yeah. you like whatever fast forward uh, a few months later he's in la in the studio with travis travis barker, barker. that's awesome that's amazing and to kind of bring things full circle when you're talking about the spider-man soundtrack we mm -hmm. had 
Jake Johnson, new like Nick from New Girl, Spider Man Peter Parker's voice in that movie. He was a guest on the Juice in the Morning podcast, called in wow. and was like talking about doing that movie a couple of years ago. Like he was like, we were kind of asking him about it, but he couldn't mm-hmm. talk about it because right. it wasn't out yet. Right. Like, and it's just funny to see like that's like full circle. Like you knew somebody that was on. Like, yeah. it's just wild how that how it's a small world. It's really weird. Um, <laughs> I want to read some of the comments from Facebook real quick. Um, <clears throat> I'm mad my phone died. I can't see the live anymore. Andrew Moore said, then he tries to sell you protein. Talking about Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. Uh, that dude also cracks me up about the one of the quotes that really stood out to me from the Rogan podcast was he says, I'm never scared. And I'm like, what? Like, And he was like, he, he was like telling Eddie to choke him out. And I was like. Yeah, that's what I was like. What and, is going on? And he he looks over to, at Joe and he's like, Joe, I, I'm telling you, I don't I don't ever get scared unless I've, the only time I've ever been scared is when I smoke marijuana. And like, it's like, whatever. Like, seriously, you didn't ever have somebody like try to get, you know, get over in front of you on the, in a car, like on the highway. And like, you kind of like thought you were going to get in a wreck and your butthole didn't pucker just a little bit. <laughs> right, like, right. like you weren't just a no little fear. bit scared at that time. But uh, then we've got uh, Miguel Pedroza. He said, be on the lookout for Juice joining the Chippendales. I don't know where. I mean, did, I may have talked about dancing at one point. Um, Kyle said, I'm going to promote D-Bane for that one. I know D-Bane. What, what are you D-Bane's talking cool. about with D-Bane? D-Bane's a, a local artist. He's really cool. He makes dope beats, too. Uh, who to be on the lookout for. There you go. And Johnny, who is not able to be here right now, said, great show thus far, boys. Thank you, Johnny. Um, and Thanks. then... Miguel Pedroza again. This is America. Just one best song. The industry is starred for anything artistic right now. Can we acknowledge that this is America one best song because the music video was absolutely amazing? I don't. What this is America? Childish Gambino. Oh yeah. This okay. Is that was this year. That feels like, yeah. Yeah. It was early. Yeah. This year I mean, feels like it's been really long. Yeah. Because that wait. feels like that was last year. Wait. But that's 2019. No, 2018. 2018. Okay, okay, it won 2018. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, that song won the best song because of the music video and how um, how great it was just on the basis of a music also video. But exposure. The social God. commentary. As soon as I saw viral, that, that was another viralness. thing that I saw that video very early because I followed uh, Childish Gambino. Like, he's one of my... I, I loved him on Community. That's like where I first saw yeah, him. And yeah. then I found out that he was a rapper. So like I downloaded and everything also he had. stand up. Yeah. I downloaded everything. I watched everything. Mm-hmm. That video came out. I was like, this is going to be like, and I started telling people about it. Talked about it on the podcast. I was mm-hmm. like, this video is going to cause some, <laughs> cause some, yeah. cause some yeah. uproar. And uh, it was a good video. And it's the song's awesome. It's a great video. It's a great song. I'm just saying, I'm not knocking it. It is an amazing video. And it is Do you have any other song. candidates for a song of the year that you think? Middle Child. J. Cole. I, I wasn't really messing with that song. That's too new. That's too new for the Grammys. <laughs> I forget what the other nominations were for best song, to be honest with you. Let me look it up real quick. I got a yeah, Google machine up. right in front of me. Um, if I, oh man, best song. I wonder what the nominees were because I don't know what I would put as best song. I can't, I'm bad at coming up with like best of things. I didn't, uh, uh, 2017 at the end of the year, I put out a, like my top 30 albums of the year and then I went to do it this year and I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I, there's too many and so- I didn't didn't you miss one. Oscars, I apologize. Oh, you're good. Give me just a second. I couldn't. I couldn't. Not only could I not narrow it down, but I couldn't. Like I didn't listen to all the albums that I wanted to listen to. And like last month, earlier this month, I think I listened to three albums that came out last year. I'm like, this is exactly why I didn't make that <laughs> list because I love all three of these and they would have made it, and I would have been mad that they weren't on my list. So. All right. So we've got. 
for best song? There's okay. Right now, I'm scrolling through record of the year just really quick. There was Redbone, uh, Despacito, Story of OJ, Humble, Kendrick Lamar. Is this? Is this, this is, is probably this, is not that, the right that year. That seems like last year. Yeah, that's the 2018. Previous so it's Grammys 2019. It's 2019, but it's, but it's, two, yeah. it's the music from God, 2018. I'm screwing this Weird, all up. Strange that they would do that, but I'm screwing this all. I mean, up. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're good. You're good. I missed the Grammys this year. I didn't I watch, didn't them. watch them. No, no. How do you? That's another. That's another question I can ask you while I'm looking this up. Do you put a lot of uh, stock in to award shows like that? Because look, Oscars I, and things like that. There's like tons I of movies so that anymore. are way better that don't even touch the Oscars because people are like, ah, I hate that. Let me contradict myself real quick. No, <laughs> no, I really don't. But I want a Grammy. I want. <laughs> I want a Grammy. Oh yeah, that's that's a goal. That's good. That's maybe goal, maybe that's why we downplay it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not it, it doesn't matter. I, I can like, get one. I'm sure. I'm sure I can get one. That's, that's my goal. goal. So I think I. Can. <laughs> yeah, you have to make it achievable in your mind by downplaying. Yeah. I don't know. I want one, but just because I, I don't know why I want it. It's just a thing. Okay. If I don't get it, whatever. Whatever. So song of the year no nominations roundup 2019 Grammy Awards, all the stars performed by Kendrick Lamar. Is it SZA? SZA. Yeah. S yeah. Yeah. Boot Up, performed by LMA. LMA. God's Plan. Like, I like that song. That had a cool video, too. That did have a cool video. In My that Blood, went viral. performed by Sean Mendez. I don't even know that one. The Joke, performed by Brandy Carlisle. I don't know that one. The Middle, performed by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. Okay. Is that the one you were talking about? No. 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 He was talking about Middle Child by J. Cole. Shallow, performed by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Like how, that, is that off that the soundtrack? That's, that's off the soundtrack yeah. of uh, Star is Born, yeah. which I still haven't watched. But. No. I, I'm i not that interested in that, to be honest with you. Like I wanted to see it, but then I didn't like, I like follow through. I like movies like that, but I don't know, man. I've just not been in the mood for that recently. Yeah. I've been in a really yeah. like action-type movie mm -hmm. mood recently. This is America, performed by Childish yeah. Gambino. That, that's all of them? Yeah. Mm. Humble? No, that was last year. Oh, that was yeah. last year. Uh, uh, mm. God's Plan was, uh, I mean, I feel like both, I, I like both if we're songs. Gonna go, if we're going to go by which song I heard on the radio the absolute most, that's probably all the stars. Yeah. In terms of what I think would be like, in, like in terms of like record of the year, aka we played it on the radio every three songs for the entire year. Yeah. Yeah. That was the song that did it. Because you didn't really hear This Is America on the radio no. that much. God's Plan, you heard a lot of them boot up. Definitely heard a lot of. I don't know. I, this is why I don't hold stock in it. Because, like, yeah, all those songs are really good. But they're, like... There's, like, a billion me, songs that were released in 2018. Let me explain it this way. There's a lot of music. And it's mainly the music you hear on the radio that is, like, least common denominator music. That's, like, the best way to explain it. Where it's, like, this is the song that's going to appeal to the biggest audience. Yeah. Right? And those are typically the songs that are on award shows. But I don't typically, I generally That's don't think that That's not what you're those, messing with. No, like. But you also do it for a job, so we've already known that. And you yeah. listen to silence or podcasts afterwards, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I still listen to music, but not like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of least common denominator music because I feel like it strips away some of the like um, innovative or interesting or like, let's do something weird. Right. I don't want to, you know, you can leave names and everything out of it, but the one of the last things I wanted to do before before we were wrapping up, uh, 
name a bad experience that you've had or maybe worst experience you've had and maybe tell the story. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk talk some shit. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I'm sure everybody's had a bad experience. I mean, I've had, uh, I had an experience where I had a very old co-host. He was one (laughs) Because I get made fun of a lot. We've had multiple co-hosts on the podcast. Like I had one that started with me and he was an alcoholic and had like a, a that was the bad issue. Like that's the one of the worst experiences I had this. Um, there was two of them, two women. And I found them on Twitter because they have their own podcast and they use the same hashtag as me. So I like I hit them up because their podcast is based on their uh, sex workers. So like basically they are cam girls. So like. When somebody, you don't want to do a crossover episode with this, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they came on Facebook or they, 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 uh, we tweeted back and forth. I sent a message and I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm not in the same location as you guys. So why don't you just call in? Um, I will put you through the board so you can hear us. We can hear you. Um, we'll interview you guys about what you're doing and all that stuff. Kind of like the taboo of it and everything. And my co-host showed up completely intoxicated, just like, already drunk and I told him, Hey, you can't drink anymore. First of all. Mm -hmm. And so what he was doing was he was saying he's going to the bathroom and he's walking out of my, of the, the room was the podcast room used to be in another room. He walked out of there and would grab a bottle of Jack Daniels off my liquor cabinet and like drink it and then come back up into the room. So by the time we were done with the podcast, he was not making any sense. He was making the people really uncomfortable, like just cause his like, it wasn't like he was being uncomfortable in a inappropriate way. He was just like, well, what do you think about him? And like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, so, <sighs> so I had, so we ended the podcast and I literally carried him out of my house and put him in his car with his girlfriend. His girlfriend drove him home. Luckily, um, she took him home. I told him after that it was done. He couldn't come back on anymore. Cause I had told him before that multiple times not to be blacked out drunk, trying to do the podcast. But then I had to call them and be like, hey, I apologize about that. But would you mind calling back in and doing that entire podcast again? So it was like, you know, an hour long conversation that we had to do twice. Yeah. So that was one of my worst experiences with the podcast so far. I don't know that I could like choose one specific experience, but I can tell you things like kind of as like an advice to anyone that's listening of what can cause a bad experience at an event, or even in the studio. Mm -hmm. Um, At events, um, if you're a performer, don't get drunk before you perform because that is, you know, along with what you're talking about, like, it's just bad for everybody. It's bad for you. It's bad for the audience. Like, if you want to have a drink to loosen up, fine. But, like, going up, like, hammered, hammered, wasted is just, it's not fun for It makes you look bad. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Another another one is uh, sound guys that, don't run sound. And by that, I mean, they do whatever and then they leave the board and then it's just free for all. I'm like, do you, you don't think you're going to have to make changes on the fly here, man? Like there's things that have no, to happen. We got, we got this you, universal soundboard. You're going to trust that these artists that may or may not have a show mix, that all of their show mixes are going to be leveled the right and not adjusted. And that they're not going to scream into the mic or bring up a hype guy that starts yelling or need a feature. And like that microphone needs to be, there's so many things. I'm like, 
stay at the board and do your job, please, right. because you're ruining it for me and everybody else. Yeah, that's um, that's a very good that's a very good piece of advice. Yeah, and again, also like when the studio like recording drunk is never really a good idea. I mean, if you want to have some drinks to loosen up in the studio, like yeah, that's cool. Right. But like when people get really drunk in the studio, it gets that they don't perform as well. It's hard to communicate with them. It gets disorganized, and it's just like yeah. Like, I don't know, my, we were talking about this on the way down here is I was just saying that like, I wish a lot more people took their music more seriously. Right. Like it's, it's a business. Like if you're doing music for fun, then whatever, don't take it seriously. But if like, you're really trying to like do something with your music, then like, please just take it serious and like treat it like a business and be a little bit more professional and be like serious about it. You know what I mean? Right. Because that gets... That gets that makes you do better work. It gets everyone else involved in it more excited. Like when someone's like ready and prepared and organized and they're like trying to do it and I get to work with them, it pumps me up because now I'm like, oh, we're going to make something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, I mean, I try to be as, you know, I mean, I get, I get shit from it, from the other podcast because like when I have just me and an interview on, like it, there's not as much fuckery I guess and joking and like ridiculousness because like mm -hmm. I'm truly interested in what you guys are talking about so like my mind is just like racing on what else I can get like question wise in because I know we only have a limited amount of time because dude I did a podcast with my cousin who's like really into Dungeons and Dragons I felt like I could have talked to him for like four and a half hours just like that Alex Jones podcast because I'm like like so you got like you guys do this and what does this mean and like he he just was so forthcoming with it and it was great. And you guys have been the same way. Like every, like everything I've asked, you've been like, even if you didn't feel like you felt like you're on the spot, you were able to continue with it and in, in the way that you wanted to. And that's a, that's an exciting thing for me. It makes it feel like it's very successful <laughs> and it makes it like, I feel like this was an easy conversation as opposed yeah. to, I mean, we've had people on that you kind of feel like you have to pull information out of like, you kind of be like, all right, so what do you feel about this? And they'd be like, Oh no, nah, well, mm -hmm. And then you're done. And there then it's go. like, okay, so I'll let me pull how, up the I'll big screen here and uh, watch some videos about like some guy choking a lion to death or something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but no. Like so, that dude that uh, killed that mountain lion. Yeah. It wasn't only like 34 pounds. It wasn't only like it was a 24 kitten. Pounds. 24 pounds. It was a kitten. A 24 a pound mountain lion. But still, it's a, I mean, a mountain kitty. I mean, it's a mountain kitty. lion. <laughs> it's but a mountain kitty. It's a mountain kitty. Mountain kitty. No, um. Yeah, so we have. You think you could take a twenty-four pound mountain oh, lion? Yeah. yeah, right. For sure. See? I'm not scared I mean, of a twenty-four pound. Well, no. I don't know. I mean, twenty-four, See, 24, 24 pounds is nothing. Twenty-four pounds. I'm imagining is, is not very that's, big. That's, that's, that's Aspen. One fourth. That's my one, puppy. Your little puppy. My puppy. That's one fourth of my dog. Yeah. Right. I could take yeah. one fourth of my dog easily. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, See, that's a third of that's a third of. Could my you dog. take Milo? See, that's what I've always wanted. Like a good full size dog. My stepdad thinks that if Milo snapped then i he could get me and i'm like he may get me but i'm gonna take him down <laughs> this maybe that's just uh, i always wondered I, that look i'm i feel like i I'm, know no, this, I it's so like funny I'm, that he brought this up because i thought the exact same look, like i was literally looking at my dog one day and i was like oh, man i wonder like you if you really though. i was you like if you, i was like if you really wanted to because i wrestle with him all the time I was yeah like, if he really wanted to like fight me i wonder how it would go We'll see. Uh, my German. I know Doberman. he's got a bad like, back, yeah. so I could probably take okay, him. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, but you a also, healthy blue. You have you have a pit bull. Yeah. So he's got a really strong jaw. Oh, yeah. Once he lashes on, that's going to be tough. Yeah. My dog he's got is a like. Short bite. Yeah. But my dog is a rot mix and is mainly mix. Uh, like 
Shepherd or mm-hmm. Lab. I don't know what he's mixed with. But anyway, he doesn't have that that lockjaw. Right. So he would, I could break out of his grip if he tried to do that. And I know where all of his weak spots are because I wrestle with him too. So I know his like sensitive and weak oh, spots. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. And so I like to think that I, I like to pride myself in my own head. I feel like I'm a very, very, very self-aware person. I well, feel like humans, my self-awareness So we should be able to take him. Yeah. Yeah, that's also, we I hope. just have a little, the only thing I may be lacking self-awareness is the, the fact that I think I can take my dog if he like went bonkers. Mm-hmm. He's, I've he's never 80 seen. pounds. He's 80 pounds. I've never seen my dog go nuts. No. Like Blue's gotten, Blue's very like uh, excitable and like jumps on people. But if I do the dad voice, he like will, he'll at least stop. Yeah. And I've just never seen him not stop. So what if he didn't stop? So like yeah. that would be a little bit st- stressful. Dude, but dude, I've had I it just, happen. I just saw a thing the other day about this lady. I think she was in like her 60s. And she had these two dogs. I forget what they were. I want to. I don't want to say they were pitbulls. I don't remember German shepherds. Maybe I don't know. But she was like an older lady. She's had these dogs forever, and she was playing with them in the backyard. And they just snapped, and both started attacking her. Oh my god! And like, dang near ripped both of her arms off. And the neighbors heard it and came over and tried to save her. And she was taken to the hospital, and she later died. Well, did you hear about lady? I mean, but I was just like, why did her like? I st- like I. It bothers me that I don't know why her dog snapped. Right. Like, what happened? She probably was an asshole. That's that's <laughs> what I thought too because dogs reflect their owners and I'm like she had there's no way she didn't do something yeah. that you know what I mean and then everyone was like she was the nicest lady she always played with her dogs and da 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 I'm like mm, well missing part of this story that that was like the uh, there was like a news article I think it was either this year or last year but um, the lady that got attacked and killed by her like miniature like dachshunds like it was literally like a crowd of like four or five of them. And she like she got, got him. Yeah, she oh. got she got killed by them. Like she was Jeez walking them. She was walking them like on a on a trail or something like that. Or no, I think it was like a, a group of them that were had maybe become feral or something. Whatever. Feral dots. Yeah, <laughs> like little tiny wiener dogs. Like I just imagine if that like, ran up on me, I'd just be punting them like a yeah, like a yeah. NFL football player. Like I'd just be yeah. punting them. Get out yeah. of here. But I don't know. Um, <laughs> Twenty feral dachshunds. <laughs> It's a uh, band name. Kyle, wh- where are we at on time? Okay. So before we get out of here, obviously. <clears throat> you're, not, you're not trying to do an Alex Jones four hour? Dude. No, I know. I know you guys probably have stuff to do. I got stuff yeah, to do. Sometimes. My wife just uh, <laughs> loses her mind when we go much further past an hour and a half. So she's always asking me. Where, like, she'll text me during it. Like, <laughs> hey, how much well, longer are you got? <laughs> She's a Facebook she, live she, comment. She really, yeah. <laughs> you, done, you almost she done? Does, she won't even watch her Facebook. <laughs> Trust me, she does not support. I mean, she supports, but she doesn't ever engage with it at all. No, she wants some Kilroy's breadsticks from downtown. They're like mm, really good breadsticks. Yeah, they so, are. Um, but plug uh, your channels, social media, et cetera, just anything that you got going on, just plug it real quick because that way people people know what where to find you. Cool. Um, again, my name is Chris Daly. Uh, you can find me personally on Instagram, cdaily5, and that daily is D-A-L-E-Y. Um, recently started a, a, a new brand. It's called Only Noise Entertainment. Um, you can find Only Noise at, on Instagram, only N-O-I-S-E-E-N-T. Yeah, There's I saw it. you uh, post that on the, the Facebook Live. Yeah. that's Were, were there people 
joining. Yeah, there was a few. When, when I first posted it, there was like three or four that jumped in nice. um, real quick. People that I've been doing shows with. and, and Yeah, things. I saw Nathan Arizona join the Facebook Live for a minute. I don't know. Do you, do you I know, know him as well? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. I'm glad, I'm glad people are joining in that have never joined in before because of you guys being on. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. That's re- that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've, I've been pushing, trying to push Instagram, but lately I've found a lot of good feedback and way to build my business on Facebook. Facebook has been like the biggest engagement. So you can, I, I believe it's Christopher Daily um, on Facebook and you can find me there. I'm looking right now. I'm trying to find it because I was going to add you right away. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Okay. Ash. So you can find me on Facebook at uh, Ash Matthews. You could also find look up Smart Boy Studios. Am I tagging the right thing when I tag you? I'm assuming so. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, feel like, it, yeah. I feel like you've yeah, interacted so. with it a couple times, but yeah. I've seen two different pictures yeah. pop up when um, I've done it. If you search up Ash Matthews and it's a picture and you see like red and yellow, that's my like actual personal oh, profile. Okay. If you see a cartoon of my face, that's my like uh, producer, yes. beat maker, whatever, own music type page. And then Smart Boy Studios is the actual studio page. Um, with Instagram... You can either go Ash underscore Matthews underscore music. That's Matthews with two T's, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S underscore music. Um, or just at Smart Boy Studios. Um, both of those are me. They just run basically the same content, but whatever. Um, YouTube, just search Smart Boy Studios on YouTube. Uh, just started the vlog with this man right here. Um, more episodes are coming soon. We're just... The first one's up. I also post some of the music videos that we do are on there. And also... My uh, music review Monday is a monthly music review I do on my personal Facebook Live, and then post I do to enjoy YouTube. that as well. Uh, that's basically roughly two hours of me and sometimes a guest uh, listening to user submitted music and giving them our critique on mixing, uh, production quality, delivery, songwriting, everything that we can, just to give feedback to people and kind of flex my knowledge, I guess. Um, that's awesome, though. That's yeah. a really cool thing, and. I like that that you're taking the user submitted like songs. Like I think that's yeah. really cool because then you're just giving like you're literally giving feedback away that I think I mean you will I mean you do charge for but you and, could charge for. And you right. like to do like unreleased music. Like songs yeah. projects that people are working on. Yeah, because one if you're working on it and you submit it and I can give you feedback then you can still work on it and maybe take my feedback. Has anybody ever given like been like fuck that? Like I don't like that feedback. I'm I'm sure they have, but maybe not actually not to, to me. They just like yeah, they just think it. I just gotta know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm like, all right, don't take it. I don't care. I'm here to well, just tell you what I think. Eddie, uh, Eddie and I talked about that because he said like we've he was on the podcast saying that like, and that's where I always try to take. I mean, I didn't take feedback very well from a couple of people just because like, I didn't feel like it was warranted, but mm-hmm. you know. Eddie gave me or gave us some ideas and things like that, that I'm full heartedly going into. Like he was like, you guys need to do like videos that like the Facebook live's awesome, but not everybody's going to stick around for an hour, hour and a half right. to watch a video. He was like, you need to make like a minute to minute, 30 second long videos. And that's like, you know, to draw people in and then push them to the podcast. Like, yeah. cause they see this content, they want more of that. Right. So we're getting a camera. We're going to be out in the, you know, in public doing stuff like we have a, um, half court like a half court challenge because i boldly said on the podcast that i would hit two out of five 
from half court. No warm up, nothing. I would just hit. I hit two out of five. Two first, out of five. First five tries. First five tries, I'll hit two out of five. I guarantee it. That's a bold <laughs> claim. My I'll man. take you that's up on a that. Bold claim. I'll make a bet and, on that. And that's the thing. That's the other thing that we like. We're we're doing the challenge with the highly inappropriate podcast. And uh, they said we should do bets. Like, we should do bets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, should get interested. In, we should get it. We should get it. You could also, to piggyback off that, you could also just find one one to two minute snippets from the podcast right. and just and post that, those and that's what, that's yeah. what we're going to be working yeah. on as well because I already, like, figured out how to do it with, like, just little clips on Instagram and things like that. But it's just... It's time, man, and I know. Yeah. It's, I know. Find that like one good question, right. yeah. and the yeah. response, and, and not even like the. Sometimes it's like the funniest, or like twenty Dawson's moment, twenty yeah, Farrell Dawson's. Like uh, John, Johnny said something last week, and I just lost it. Like I was, I was like, that's the funniest fucking thing I've heard in a long time, and I just couldn't even get my composure back. Like I was like, like follow it back. <laughs> I was over there because I was like, dude, I'm just going to make it really annoying to laugh into the microphone yeah. for 30 seconds. But, um, yeah, we've got, we've got a lot of stuff like that coming on, but it's listening to that advice is important. Yeah. yeah the only do reason that. I don't do many, like, minute videos or, like, just a single song review and just post that by itself is because a lot of times the artists that I do review do that for me. They'll find, like, their song, and then, like, they'll cut that video down, and then they'll share that on Facebook right. or Instagram so that's a they're good kind of move. Doing that's that really me, cool. So. I've noticed that when I do show recaps, like yeah. I'll put out a show recap that's you know six seven minutes long, and that artist that was performing will take his little thirty that's second really cool. clip and post it on his Instagram or whatever like it may that. be. Well, I need more people to like cut stuff from the Juice and the yeah. Wine podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always like I listened to a couple of shows that they have like a fan submitted like just like things that people have cut together, mm -hmm. and I. Just wanted one day be famous enough, famous enough that people do, do that, that because yeah. um, the pointless discussions did a just did like a quick song where we were talking about a four way stop, and then my old co host did like a voice of like an old lady and like he like cut it together as like a rap song. It was pretty good. Like if we had a little bit better uh, levels on the vocals, it would have been it would have been a banger. But <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he threw it together on his. Uh, Jordan, his, you want to master computer. that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Hey, can I get like? Two minutes to go use the bathroom. I've been chugging this water. Oh, no, we're, we're cutting it out right oh, now. Okay. So, um, you want to go longer? I mean, I could go longer. <laughs> I, could, I want more questions. No, I, I, I appreciate you guys coming into the studio doing the Juice in the Morning podcast. And also make sure you guys look for Ash Matthews, uh, audio engineer, producer, software developer, uh, Smart Boy Studios. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of stuff, man. I'm like, yeah. trying, I'm, I'm remembering dude, all of it. Right I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me, man. <laughs> Um, and then you've got Chris Daly over here. What, where, okay. So you, you guys have both talked about shows a lot. Where mm -hmm. do you, where do you like do those primarily? So I, and you can, you can use the restroom. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll close it out when you get back. Cool. Um, so for me, I've been doing the past year, I've been hosting a first Friday event at um, a venue in Dayton. It's called therapy cafe. Um, didn't really know what we were doing with it. I've just been at the beginning. I was just kind of, you know, putting an event artists would hit me up. Hey, I want, you know, I want to do a show. Um, and then I continually did that with hit, hit and miss shows. We talked about Josiah. Um, I did like a show run with him, like three shows in a row, three months in a row. And those got really, really big. And then I would book somebody else and no one would show up. Yeah. And then, so I kind of went there and then in this past January, um, I launched the brand Only Noise. Mm -hmm. um, and Only Noise is that new brand. I don't really know where that's going yet, quite yet either. Um, because me personally, 
I'm, 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 I have four artists that I manage personally. Um, Jive, J-X-V-E, uh, Zach Daly. He's my little brother. He actually makes music. Nice. Uh, Paris Postman and then Rack One, which I met all in Ohio. My brother and um, Post, they're in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I manage them. I do the photography and video stuff. And it's mainly how you were talking about your background in film. I don't have that at all. Like I never took any classes for film or photography or anything. I actually went to Wright State University for business Uh, management and marketing. Okay. And I had friends that like made- Marketing's important. Yeah. So like (laughs) I, and when I was in school, I had artists that were making music and doing that. And they're like, yo, like we need shows. We need a manager. I'm like, do them yourself. Like, why not? And they just didn't, I was like, I'll do that. Like that's, so I kind of started doing that throwing my own events, talking to people out of state, getting my artists on those events. That's kind of just where it. That's awesome. So how does that, how does that start? Like when you're trying to do like, do you contact the venue? Do you like, how do you. So therapy, I did like a few shows here and there. Um, and then I took a break from doing shows and I came back and I was like, Hey, I want to do another event. Like it's been like two years. So I did one and they're like, Hey, uh, you know, you had a good turnout, uh, we just lost our promoter that used to do the first Fridays. Like, would you be interested in doing like three more first Fridays with us? Like, yeah, sure. I'll put some stuff together. And ever since then, it was like, they just give me, you know, first Fridays. Um, They have a really cool venue. They do like a salsa Saturdays and it's like 300 people deep of all just salsa music. They do like silent discos. Um, where That's, they've got three DJs and silent disco is one of the weirdest things I've ever been a part of. I did, I did one at, um, at a, it was a brew fest and like, it was just weird going in and like, mm-hmm. I wasn't synced with the same song as other people. So I was like, I was like what are they, what are they listening to over yeah. there? Like, cause they were like moving in a lot different way, but it, it was had one the, of the colors, coolest things. Yeah. Like the was, colored headphones mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the coolest things I've ever, ever seen. So they do that. They just started an urban disco where it's more geared towards hip hop music instead of the like EDM music mm-hmm. that they were doing. Um, and I just continue to do shows. And he, uh, Dayton has kind of a weird hip hop scene. Um, and it kind of, I don't know if it's the same hip hop scene everywhere where it's got kind of a negative stigma to it, like with live shows. And- yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I just know that from my experience, a lot of people don't take them serious. Mm-hmm. Is what mm-hmm. I would it, say, yeah. and and the people that do take them seriously, it's it's very similar to because I'm I'm actually starting to become friends with a lot of the people in the comedy scene in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and you'll go like this one that we just went to. It was not the best crowd for comedy because mm-hmm. it's like twenty to twenty four year old people, and they're all super attractive people that are like trying to be like models and do like stuff like that. They're not. I'm being very judgmental right now, but they're not the people that are like, that are going to really enjoy comedy. Did they come there for the comedy or did they come there for something else? The networking event. Cause it was literally billed as a comedy show slash networking event. Like from what I, all the podcasts that I watch are all stand up comedians. And the thing that I take from that is that like a stand up's worst nightmare is a crowd that's not there for comedy Yeah, because it's never going to go well. Right. Well, and and it ended up going really well. Like I, I sat front row, laughed, had a good time. A lot of people laughed. A lot of people got sucked in because they the comedians were good. So that yeah. that was what was great. I met, uh, and I'm going to save this probably for the for tomorrow's show. But um, I met a bunch of comedians that we're going to have on the podcast eventually, either together, separate, whatever. But uh, they were all just really, really funny guys, and uh, I'm just fascinated by 
what you guys are doing, I'm fascinated by just people doing stuff in the media because like my everyday job is 40 hours a week, uh, 40 to 50 hours a week of stuff that I don't really enjoy that much. So like getting to talk to people and like live vicariously through other people is like one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Um, <clears throat> but before we get out of here, um, what's your final thought before we get out of here? My final thought was a plug. Okay, go. <laughs> um, no, I know we talked a lot about like rap and hip hop and I mentioned like hardcore and metal, but really I'm down to work with anyone on any music. I've been working with a gospel singer lately. I just mixed uh, a, a pop record this week, uh, trap, old school hip hop. Um, I've done, I did a hardcore record in the last couple months. I did a, some metal stuff recently. I'm down for anything. I listen to everything. I love everything. Down to work with anyone. So if you want to... Even work, your uh, foreign language mix. Yeah, I, I've done mu music with uh, a dude from uh, South Sudan. Wow. I, I've done two albums with him now. Nice. Um, I, I've had multiple that, people does, from India. How does that go? Like, are you, I mean, how do you share that? Like with him, like, are you guys, cause he's, he coming to Ohio or are you guys doing it? Oh no, he's like, he lives internet? in Ohio, but like he's originally oh, from okay, Sudan okay, okay. and he goes back there and travels and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. What's the question about it? No, that was just like, how <laughs> okay, do you guys like yeah. actually work crazy. together? Cause I didn't I, know if you were, I don't know if you were like cross the world. Oh like, uh, no, no. He, he lives in Ohio. So yeah. like I actually record him and I'm working on it. He does because he does a lot of like dance hall and reggaeton and, and awesome. stuff like that so that's pretty cool but he's moving a little bit back more towards rap um and then like the other guys i've worked with like from india and other countries like their their music is super cool don't know what they're saying <laughs> but it's awesome it's cool stuff well what i want to throw out there too just for you guys uh Johnny and I both are more than happy to like be a part of anything that you're doing so if awesome. you're doing something oh, and yeah. you want help we're going to help um I've always wanted to be in music videos, so that's definitely if you have cool. a video yeah. that you need a a guy that looks like me, yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. So, cool. um, but yeah, what else? Like, what's your final thought, Chris? Before we get out of here, uh, I just want to assholes ooh, live forever. I, guess I like so, that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's my girlfriend's hat, uh, sadly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, man, she she probably won't even. She, yeah, she probably won't even watch this either. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, only noise. I was kind of talking about the negative stigma that it's bringing. I, I'm really trying to change that in Dayton. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to work with artists, how we talked about who, who are professional, who are taking this seriously, change that image that is that negative stigma. So venues want to work with people every week in Dayton. There's new venues that say, Hey, we're not doing hip hop. Hey, we're not doing hip hop because of that negative stigma. And I'm trying to change that with that brand of only noise working with quality artists, bringing quality people out, really showing the professional side to right. what hip hop can bring. Because I feel like where we're at, there's a lot of people that make music, but there's like a handful of people that make like good professional music that are taking it seriously. And I think it's kind of drowned out a little, or mm -hmm. it, the good artists are kind of drowned out. Right. By the oversaturation of the, the, the and that probably happens everywhere. Picks up a computer and a microphone and it's like, hey, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, thanks again, guys, for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. It was yeah. awesome talking to you, Ash. It was awesome talking to you, Chris. Kyle, thank you for uh, taking care of us over there with the sound. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Um, but yeah, look for these guys and uh, we will check. The thing is, is like I'm, I'm going to put this out probably whenever Kyle's done with it. So it'll probably be either Monday or sometime during the week. I'm trying to figure out if this episode is going to come out before 
tomorrow's episode. So we're kind of maybe even living in the future a little bit right now. But mm-hmm. but I'm trying to I'm <laughs> I'm really struggling. I'm trying to think of like the the best thing to promote right now. Like, there's got to be <laughs> yeah. something like I can be like this is what you need to go look up or go do. Well, or no matter what, we have my brother's do. last album just dropped we, not too long yeah. ago. We are we are friends now, so definitely anything that you want to share, or we'll share the shit out of it. Yeah. So oh, yeah. send it over to that. us. If you have any like anything you want to play, if it's if it's allowed to be played, we're gonna we'll, yeah. we'll play it on oh, the can show. We can play some. Let me. Can I uh, can I spit out some artists people could go check out? Yeah, because I didn't really name anyone no, earlier. Go, go ahead. I want to name. I uh, wanted you to. Let me let me start first by naming the people that me and him both work with because we work with them because they're good. Uh, like I mentioned him several times, Zachary Leone, if you're into like sci-fi and, and, uh, more like just hip hop, hip hop and albums that have like a concept through him. He's got skits. His album Ion six is so, really good. So you mentioned him. Let me look him up because we can actually close out to, I was going to have you close up those. something else. Though, okay. No, that's friend. fine. My, uh, another artist that I work with, uh, DeCasso, uh, pandagangcasso.com. Pennington Casso everywhere. He does apparel too. Zach really on certain some apparel. Um, but uh DeCasso dropped a project uh recently called uh Black and White. It's a double EP. The first half is more like hard hitting bangers, the second half is more chill R and B type stuff. Uh look up the song Talent by DeCasso. Um featuring Infinite Capacity. Another dude who I'm working on an album with soon. You should check him out. Uh, you should check out his artist, Jive. Uh, you can look him up by J-X-V-E. Jive mm-hmm. is super cool if you're into, like, um, Lil Uzi, Juice World, uh, who Travis else? Scott. Travis Scott. Uh, you should check out his brother and artist, Zach Daly. He just put out a project called One. That's super dope. I worked on a couple of tracks off of, uh, on, on that record. Um, Rack One, Paris Postman. Uh, you should all have different vibes. All, all, <laughs> yeah, all have different vibes. You should check out who else should I plug right now that I I really like. Um, well, we talked about season, uh, season, uh, Josiah, Josiah. I'm trying to think of some indie people too. What, what's the song that you wanted to finish up to? Uh, talent. Um, oh my god, there's got to be the Gem City Collective guys. I've been working with them. Super cool. They've got really good music. How do you spell his name again? Uh, D C. A-S-S-O. Um, T-Zank. Uh, T-Zank, he's, he'll be in Dayton on Obviously, tomorrow. Eddie Blake, friend tomorrow. of the show. Eddie Blake, obviously, good friend of the show, good guy. Uh, check out Jeremiah Stokes. Check out um, Distinct. Check out Double uh, A. Oh, my God, Double A. Uh, check out Willis. Um, these are all indie people that make great music. Um, I don't know. I, I could go on yeah. for like a really there's, long there's time. A, there's Those are the ones that came to mind. And now it, t- check out uh, Sam Rock and TJ Freak from Georgia. They make country that rap. That was it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I just saw a picture that you posted with them. And was that the people that you were working with that were up in like in your area? Yeah. Yeah. I've known them. They were on like the first few episodes of Music Review Monday when I first first started it over a year ago. And that's how I found them because they submitted to I don't know how they found me to submit, but they submitted to it. And I loved it. And then we started just like talking and talking. And then they've been doing more shows and traveling the country doing shows. And they had a show in Dayton this weekend. And I was like, all right, um, let's get in the studio. And they were like, yeah. So we went out to lunch and went to the studio. That's awesome. Yeah, finally got to meet them. <laughs> Super cool guys. They're all right, Kyle, can we play this if, if I plug it in? Do you think it'll work? 
Will it, will it play through the through the sound? Thanks again for coming on, guys. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Look for this show. I don't know. Look for these guys on Facebook and all social media. But we're getting out of here. Peace, guys.
niggas want talent. Well, I show you what talent is. Talent.